I feel like that's a big one. Being like thin, like stick. And tall for men and too. Like I feel like men have so much pressure to be tall. Yeah, and it's not some you don't control your height, and there's nothing wrong with like being shorter, being shorter, or being taller. Like it's like it's just the height you're genetically like. It's all about genetics, right? It's all about your parents, how tall they are, and their grandparents or something like that. So it's not even something you can control, and I feel like it wouldn't, like, no one would care about height if it weren't this, like, stigmatized thing, or, like, this this big thing in society that we value so much. And, like, there's a lot of, like, I was trying to put this on there first, like, there's a lot of standards for both sides of the aisle, like, men and women and everything else, but there's, it's just, like, I feel like women have been, like, objectivized over centuries, which is why, like, oftentimes when you think of beauty standards you think of like female beauty standards not to say that it doesn't exist for men because it definitely does but i just feel like women it's exaggerated because women are seen as like the arm candy and like the little kissy baby yeah i feel like there are definitely more beauty standards and i feel like they change more like i feel like for men they're more consistent but yeah i think it's like like, it changes like like every like being muscly and tall right and yeah. then for women i feel like it's like hourglass and then it's stick thin and then it's like high gap and then it's yeah having oh i want to talk about this like really actually you know in the second half we're going to go into like more different countries and like historic like beauty standards mm-hmm. which i'm excited to talk about soon okay but for like what has been like a beauty standard that you felt that you had to live up to um, I would say my beauty standard that has affected me the most is like having clear skin because I think that is definitely a beauty standard of like having glowing skin. And I have had like acne, so obviously yeah. I don't always have like clear skin. But I feel like that's just something you see all the time with like people like, oh, having this like perfect skin, which isn't like realistic at all. Like I feel like because a lot of people struggle with like whatever it is, like acne or like yeah. skin conditions. And another thing is like, you are expected to have that all the time, and you can't have clear skin all the time. Then yeah. you have those months where, or like weeks where you like have a good skin day, but then there's also the weeks before like your like your period or something where you're like, yeah, it's, and it's like, yeah, I feel like it's just so unrealistic, just the standard of like having clear skin. What about you? What would you say is the one that most affected you? I don't know. I feel like there's like a couple. For me, I kind of like get fixated on one thing and then I like mm-hmm. change them. <laughs> Okay, do you have, like, a specific um, one that you want to talk about? Oh, I'm going to talk about, like, hair. <laughs> oh, okay, I'm a hair person. Okay, I'm not, like, insecure about this anymore. Like, I don't really care. But, like, in maybe, like, before I was. And so, like, I'm a hair person because I'm, like, Indian. And, like, a lot of, like, European and Indian people are really hairy. Because <laughs> it's just like that. Like, Italians and, like, Russians and Indians are, like, super hairy. But, anyways. Indians probably the most out of all of those people and Middle Eastern mm-hmm. people. And so like I'm from northern India. So like I have hair literally like everywhere. Like my back's hairy, my neck's hairy, my oh, arms are hairy. I don't have that much face hair, but like everything like my legs, oh my god, I have very thick coarse hair everywhere. And like the kids are so mean. Like they literally they literally like call you like werewolves and like Oh ouch. Yeah, kids have called me werewolf. I've heard that's like, really mean. Like, oh, oh, you should like wax. Like, you, you look manly. Like all this stuff that makes you feel so dehumanized. Like, yeah, you get treated yeah. as if you're like an object because of like genetic things that you can't control. And there's nothing wrong with being hairy either. Yeah, like, like what is not, scary gonna do? Is it gonna eat you? I like not. And it doesn't make you any less like feminine. Yeah, because no. people like ask because I'm like. And my friends that are like also Indian or Asian or whatever, 
if they're also here, like, they're like less feminine. And that's so stupid because I think like the beauty standards surrounding like what defines femi- femininity and masculinity are so stupid. And also, yeah. like, I have like broader shoulders, I'd say. And so like, I'm literally like a dance recital, okay? Or not a dance recital, like a dance practice. And one of the ladies was measuring me. She's like, oh, your shoulders are broad. And I was like, what about it? What about it? Like, yeah. Are you yeah. going to
Which makes sense. I, yeah. Oh my god, another thing that I actually quickly want to touch up on is like going to stores is kind of like nerve-wracking because it's like a lot of people just want to have like the small, fit into the small clothes. Mm-hmm. I feel like and sizes. The thing with me is in some stores I can fit into like an extra small perfectly and in mm-hmm. other stores I need like a large to get like a good size. Yeah, I feel like there's a thing where you have to fit into a certain size, whether it's like extra small yeah, or, like, or like for jeans, whatever. you have to be like a size four because a size four is like ideal, like or yeah, or some people are like you have to be a size zero, otherwise yeah. Like, no, I've heard like so many people say that size four is the ideal jean size because they're like, never all, but you also are skinnier. And I'm like, what do you mean? Because literally, size fours can be different. Like I have a size like two in jeans, and then I have like a size eight. I have a size six, and then I have a size like I don't even know, like double zero. Yeah. So it's literally every single store is different in that way too, which is another mm-hmm. proving how like beauty standards are different, and the size doesn't mean anything it just means like you should buy clothes that fit you and you should buy clothes for a goal to fit in them yeah yeah and actually apparently 65 percent of adults feel like there's an ideal body which i think is important to realize that there is no ideal body because everyone's image of an ideal body is different and everyone's ideal body for themselves is different mm-hmm. because everyone's level of health and like is different yeah, yeah. and genetics too so I think that wraps up the first half. Second half, Ahana's gonna talk a lot about so. historical and just like other countries and how this plays a part. And yeah, hi. So thanks for staying Stay listening. Stay tuned. Bye. Yeah. Attention, they yeah. treat them like they're richer 
and especially like in other countries, which like I'm going to talk about, is like when you're pretty, you get married off fast because arranged marriage is so common in other countries still, like in Africa. Yeah. So how do you think like I guess when you're talking about like pretty pueblos, how do you think that plays a part in marriages in other countries? Okay, so in other countries, I'm thinking specifically like the what's it called? Never eat Eastern Hemisphere. <laughs> I still have to do that. Never eat Saudi Arabia. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Eastern Hemisphere, a lot does like a lot of arranged marriage, and it's like sort of South America too. Still. So basically, arranged marriage is like when your parents sort of find you a match. You kind of have to roll with it. Yeah, and you might not always. I know people who've had arranged marriages, but basically, it's 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 a it's a matter of opinion. I personally am not a fan, but you know. But basically, in arranged marriages, especially historically, they would just pick whoever the prettiest bride was, and it didn't matter how the groom looked, it was just how pretty the bride was, and yeah. they would marry them off to the richest groom. And the richest groom would get the prettiest bride, and like, that was the girl would have to be pretty, the guy would have to be rich. <laughs> yeah, and then they would get married off, and like a big part about that, especially in Asia, is like skin color, even like, not even just like features. If someone had a lighter skin color, then they would get married off fast because that was considered beautiful. Oh. And the extent this played is like, we actually had news updates like a couple weeks ago. We like mm-hmm. did an update about how there was a like dangerous amounts of mercury in uh-huh. skin whitening products in Asia okay. because so many people were obsessed with getting that light skin tone right. that they would literally put poisonous mercury on themselves to achieve that, like, achieve that look. So do you think like skin skin color was like a big part of body image? A hundred percent. Like yeah. I think in America we think of it like differently because it hasn't like affected people in the same way. Of course, there's racism, but I feel like the scale that it's had, like in like especially like in like Japan, Korea, China, mm-hmm. Vietnam, Middle East, and India, like those areas, like kind of like South and East India, mm-hmm. all those areas are obsessed with skin whitening, and it's it's. They are treated like racist again. Wait, what? They're treated like <laughs> racism, okay, because of like their skin color, but they're it's different. Yeah, because it's like they oh. use products. They're like the same kind of race, they're just different variations. Okay, that. so what I'm getting from this is basically that it gives you an advantage in society to have yeah. a certain skin color, and in this case, to have a lighter skin color. Yeah, and it's, it can be the same race. Yeah. Like you could both of you like. Vietnamese right. Korean people, but if you're right. like one shade darker, then you're uglier. Like, yeah, it's less about like you're black and white, it's more about like women, not racial group, like how, yeah, like, definitely. Okay, and like mm-hmm. people historically, yeah, you wouldn't get married if you were darker colored, but it's mm-hmm. also like now people use skin whitening products, like, right, you, if you're like not what. If you're not lighter, you get so much trash for it. People get surgeries. They get, like, skin replacements. Wow. People bleach themselves. There are, the extent people go through for that beauty standard still today is insane. Wow. To the point where they would literally put mercury to kill off the melon in their skin so that they don't be colored. Oh, my gosh. And so they're so obsessed with this. Like, you can Google it, and there's these mm-hmm. innocent videos of how to get lighter skin with crazy steps. How to get lighter skin with using at-home ingredients. And they're completely innocent. Like, it's not a con. It's just, like, a common thing that everyone wants to achieve. Like, you wow. go on YouTube in America, and you see these videos, and they're like, how to, like, you know, get lighter teeth. Like, that's, like, a beauty standard. But in, in like, those countries, it's, like, how to bleach your skin in 
anti steps and I think that's something that a lot of people don't realize. Like I didn't really know about the stuff. Yeah. I didn't realize that it was so prevalent in other countries because I feel like that happens less in like the US. We are we as Ohana said, there are definitely different types of racism. There's definitely racism still in the US. Yeah. But I think it is different than in other countries just because yeah. it's on a different because in here it's more yeah. just like your like people are treated with racism, but in other countries yeah. race plays into beauty more, which is okay. Yeah, because like in America, I think it definitely used to play into beauty more, but in Asia, it's like an entirely different tangent, and it's insane. And I could go on for days about like this and how bad it is, and like even the like, super famous actors that like we hear now have been seen promoting skin whitening products in the past like priyanka chopra who's like married to nick jonas she like uh-huh. she doesn't do it anymore because she was like a victim of it herself she was a victim of wanting to be white mm-hmm. so she's like yeah as like a 11 year old i would put on these mercury creams just because Whoa. that's what society and I, I needed i think it's something that like growing up with that that you would definitely take measures to fit in because that is a beauty standard yeah and as we said, a lot of people will do anything they can to obtain that beauty standard, even if it's not, even a legit beauty standard at all. Like, even if it's not, shouldn't be a beauty yeah. standard. But, <sighs> wow, like, the last one I want to talk about, mm-hmm. so I was kind of, like, want to talk about this a lot. But apparently, like, I forget, it might have been, like, I don't know. Okay. No, but there's, like, an area in the world where, um, where it used to be, like, people with small feet were the prettiest people in the world. So I heard about this. They would, like, get, yeah, yeah. they would get, like, gauze or, like, some sort of, like, cast yeah. and wrap it around their feet, and you would have these giant arches, and they were not I remember hearing about this. I think I told you about this. Did That's you tell yeah. yeah, yeah. And they would have, like, giant arches in their feet from, like, years and years of wrapping their feet in, like, the casts. Because it was, Instead of like shrinking your feet, what it did was cause an arch, so your feet would like look like a like a like an arch, and so it would like be like really tiny like width wise. Oh. But if you look at it, it's super tall because there's a giant but it, arch. that like hurt damages your feet. Definitely that. There's also for like long necks where beauty stand, so they would put rings around their neck of like metal, and it would stretch your neck up so high until you have like the longest neck. Oh my god. And then the last one I think is just kind of like a fun one to end off of it. I think it was like in Africa. You, The fattest people or the fattest women were the most attractive and attainable because it meant that you were wealthy enough to get food. So the people who oh. were fat, they, had, they so were considered they really wealthy and they were considered beautiful because they were wealthy. So the men would get the fattest woman that they could get and it was a beauty standard. Oh, and that just goes okay. to show that everyone's opinion of beauty is different. Right. Right. So, you know, it changes. So, you know what? Whatever, I think what you should listen to is like your own definition of healthy and what that means for you. And that should be your, if you want to call it beauty standard, your definition of healthy for yourself. If you're beautiful, then you're a good person and you're doing your best. Anyways, so I hope you enjoyed the episode today. I am not very intense. Yeah, I think that was really fun to talk about. I think it shed light on a lot of things going on in different countries and kind of like this whole like what um beauty standards are and the issues with them yeah and And like how if not universal there's different things for everyone and just just know that you are loved and accepted by us if not anyone else (laughs) and yourself 
Love and your self. yourself. Self-love is the most important thing in the world. You know what? We should make an episode about self-love. Or if you ask for any questions, mm-hmm. and let us stay tuned. All right, bye.